Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. Weird. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'll talk like that for the rest of the show. All right, guys. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to the Ranger Report. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. We are back in the samiest as ever. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on Twitter at bdeter 75 I'm CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the Twitter. And I am Tyler Nielsen. You can find me on Twitter at TPN1983. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's X, y'all. Oh, it's X. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. X, sorry. X, yeah. You can find us on X. I keep forgetting that. I mean, everyone still calls it Twitter. Yeah, it's so strange. I mean, even Twitter kind of still calls it Twitter. I get emails from them and it says X and then parentheses, formerly Twitter still. So they still use the handle. So, so strange. But yeah, we are back. It has been uh, a little while. We have had lots of things going on. School starting, uh, health issues. We had lots of stuff that kept us from doing shows for a couple of weeks. So we are very glad to be back. We hated missing that much time. But at least while we missed CJ, the Rangers were no fun to watch. No, there was uh, not much to talk about. Uh, Thank God they took a series from Oakland because if not, then we'd be sitting here bitching. Yeah, well, apparently the upper brass heard we were coming back, so they won two in a row, so we'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be exactly what it is. Somebody sent them the memo. Yeah, someone told them we were coming back on this week, and so they were so excited they decided to win two in a row against Oakland. <laughs> but you know what? Their bullpen still, I mean, let's start with bullpen issues. I mean, obviously, 
I let's, joked, don't, let's don't, Ben. <laughs> I joked off the air. It's the worst bullpen in the history of the world. It's not, ben, but no. it, it's pretty close to one of the worst bullpens, at least over the last four weeks that the Rangers have ever put out there. Yeah, it's been terrible. And, you know, Chapman, when, when Chapman's really the only guy that's, that's taking care of business, uh, it's bad. It's just bad. Uh, even Will Smith was getting lit up. Yep. Um, it's just, it, mm, it just, it, it was just not fun to watch. I mean, we had turn off many, many games. I just yep. turned it off yep. by the fifth or sixth inning or the seventh inning, just turned it off because they let the game get away from them, Tyler. No, it did. And, and you know, even Chapman, though, I mean, y'all, Chapman hasn't even been at his best lately. Nope. Um, he comes in, has absolutely no command. Um, he's giving up these long balls left and right now. And yeah, it's just like CJ said, it's anytime. You know, you have a tie game, you know, if it's a one run the game and you start heading to the sixth or seventh inning, you already know the outcome. And that's sad. I mean, mm-hmm. you do now. Especially if Jose LeClerc's coming in. Yeah, if Jose LeClerc or uh, Sporbs coming in now yeah, or Will weird. Smith, any of them. I mean, all of them. It's just, it doesn't matter who comes in, who they bring in. It's I'll like tell you what. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, no, go ahead. Finish up. No, it's just, you know, you can't put the blame on Bochi. You know, no. he can only, he's, he, He's relying on these guys to do their job, but they come in and it's like it feeds off. Like, you know, they all have a bad performance and they're like, okay, well, he did it. I can have a bad performance. And it just escalates and it's the way it's been going. Well, Spores started the season not great. Then he went to that stretch where he was the best reliever was, by uh, yeah, far. He was, he was unbelievable, the best reliever by far. And then Easily. when he fell apart here in the last month, he fell apart. I mean, the Rangers, did they give him a fake injury? Is that what they did? Or did they just send him? Did they just. Desert, I don't remember what they did with him. I just remember they got rid of him. I don't remember yeah, they sent him back they, down or they just faked an injury. They, I think that's one of those where he's – it was fatigue and they said, oh, he's got some soreness and yeah. whatever. And yeah, it was one of those. But he – I mean, he came in and just like five runs and one out for like three straight games. It was yeah. just – it was pathetic. It was really bad. I'll tell you what, though. When you talk about the new closer, Austin Hedges. Yes, yes. No, he's a freaking amazing. <laughs> that was the, that was the trade line steal right there. Getting on yep. edges. Yep. I mean, he can come in through every every night and throw relief and get players out. Man, that's a great. Yep. He, he can only throw what forty miles an hour. That's great. Yeah. Let let Chapman set him up and then bring him in to close. I'll tell you what. I made a joke, but it wasn't a joke. In in honesty, he was the only pitcher, starter or reliever in the Astro series that didn't give up a run. <laughs> yeah, I know that. And then you know it's it's crazy because it's like. We have, you know, our pitching, we've got good pitchers. Mm -hmm. We really do. You look at it through our lineup, we have good pitchers. And I don't know, it just seems like there's a cancer going around that clubhouse right now. And I don't know what it is. It's not just only the bullpen. It's the rotation, too. Our rotation, you don't know what you're getting out of our our rotation. You don't know if you're going to get two innings a night or if you're going to get what you're getting out of our starters. Yeah, it didn't help help running into that buzzsaw of a lineup that Houston had. And we're not pitching well, and they're hitting everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, that, and, and you got to say, we we said CJ and Tyler on this on this podcast all year long that at some point the Astros are going to take over first place. I mean, yes. we haven't been one of those that have been rubbing it in the Astros' face. We knew at some point the Astros were good enough; they were going to mm-hmm. take the lead. We just yeah, didn't think why, the Rangers are going to collapse like this. No. Yeah, but it sucks that it's at this time of the year. Yes. Oh, exactly. I wished it would have been like July, exactly. and then we would have come back and taken it back. But I mean, here's here's the news. Here, here's the good news, actually, the, the silver lining, if you will is the Rangers have played like a big pile of dog crap over the last five weeks, and they're still three games out of first place. 
Yeah. And, and well, and fortunately for us, we've still got seven games head to head against the Mariners. We've yep. got a four game series against the Blue Jays. Yep. And that's what our season's going to come down to. Yep. I mean, that's just the bottom line of it. Yep. So there is, I mean, they're still in contention. So yeah. the thing is that they built such a lead, uh, you know, midway through the season and going into the all star break, you're feeling good. You got a good lead. And so you go through that struggle. And you're still in contention because yeah. if we were, say, a little bit above 500, maybe five games, this would have t- this would it be done? It'd be, oh yeah, it'd be, be over. Now. Yeah, yeah. But we we're not feeling very good about them right now. Even even with, even with winning two games here against uh, Oakland, you know it is just Oakland. But you know they get paid to play too. So. Yeah. My wife said, wait and see, Oakland's going to come into town or we're going to get swept by them too. And I said, do not say that. <laughs> that was my joke with a buddy at work too. I said, watch this. Oakland's about to sweep us out of Arlington. <laughs> and then they lose but, the first, they, they, they yeah. Oakland, wins, Oakland wins the first game. And I'm like, oh, crap. yeah. Yeah. But no, here, here's the deal. Like you were saying, they're, they're so close. I don't have a lot of confidence. Even if they do get in the playoffs, they're going to make it very far with this bullpen. But I mean, it's glaringly obvious what we need to fix next year, and it's not Mm -hmm. the offense. I'm not saying everyone's perfect in the offense, but this is an offense I still trust. I mean, they put up nine runs today, you know, and let's let's move on to talk about, you know, guys that don't ever slump, and that's Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. My goodness, man, those guys are playing like they're in a championship race, which is what you want to see from the guys you're paying that much money. Yeah, they combined for six hits today and three home runs. Yeah. That's crazy. And, And Seager only had one of those home runs. Yeah. Did you see that ball that came off his bat, Ben? Dude, that was, I mean, that was like. I was telling a, CJ about it. I went and picked him up He's because we're going to watch Cowboys game tonight. And I was like, I was like, did you see it? And he was like, no, I didn't get to see the home run. And I was like, the ball came off his bat at 114 miles an hour. Yeah. And he was like, are you kidding me? And I was and like. it was a no, line drive. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't I mean. Right off the pole. Yeah. It, it got out of there. And I don't know how quick it was. I didn't, I didn't look at the timing of it, but it got out of there. Like, and it had to be two seconds. I mean, oh, it was easy. gone. It was gone. And was another thing, about, by the way. Oh, go ahead. So I was worried about uh, Seager struggling, coming, you know, because he started off so well. Yeah. And then he had that injury, and I was I was worried about him struggling. Didn't take a rehab assignment, and he came off. He came off the IL and played even better than he did at the beginning. <laughs> I, know. Of the I know. He's hitting three thirty six. He's already top ten in RBIs. I think yeah. he's uh, might be top five now. Yeah, he's number one in batting average in the American mm-hmm. League. Well, it's unfortunate that you have Otani in the American League because if it wasn't yeah. for Otani, he'd be hands down the AL MVP. Because I agree, he is. I mean, you look at his numbers. I mean, today he hit his thirtieth home run, and yeah, and it didn't help him having all that time off on the IL. You know that that hurt him a lot. If he hadn't gone to IL, what would his numbers look like? Right oh, he'd be he'd oh, be. I think he would he'd be a forty. He'd have over forty right now. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd be near Otani's numbers as he far would. as home runs go. Had had he not gone to the IL. And the only thing that helps look, uh, out of Otani is he pitches. He pitches. You know, he's a yeah. player, and he's good yeah, at doing it. Very good at pitching. <laughs> well, he's he's a he's. I mean, it's a joke, but he's a unicorn. We're not going to see another Shohei Otani no. in our lifetime. I don't. Think. Oh no, never. I'll oh, enjoy it no. while it lasts. Yeah, because I don't think we'll we'll never see another Shohei. Like, yeah, we're watching the modern day Babe Ruth, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, we're not going to see another Shohei Otani ever. And another thing, just an interesting, weird stat that I saw today is the Rangers have now gone 22 straight games without a win from a starter. Yep. Wow. I did not know that. I'm not surprised. I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. No, 22 straight because, again, today's starter only made it three innings. So, you know, 22 straight games without a win from a starter. Well, and I expect I didn't expect Uvalde to go very deep. That's why they no, had, no, yeah, it was kind of a kind of a tandem start deal. 
And Heaney actually did pretty good coming oh, out of yeah. the game today. Heaney was five. Heaney was impressive. Yeah, Heaney was impressive and three and relieving John Gray. And I think at this point, Boch is just saving those arms whenever things start going wrong. He's just pulling them. Which you know maybe if he did that earlier a couple of weeks ago, I don't know. But but it's really, I mean, when the starter falls down, there's no hope in my opinion because the bullpen cannot hold a lead. And then t- I mean even today, you know, it, uh, it was a it was a Gray that gave up the three runs to tie the game. And then they went up four to three. And when they went up four to three, I thought this game's over. They're not going to win. And then, of course, they went on that offensive explosion. But yeah, it's just frustrating to know that, like Tyler said, if your bullpen comes in, in the sixth inning and you're up three to two or four to three, you'd already know what the outcome of the game is. It's going to be like Especially nine to four, Clark nine to four. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, y'all turn the games off. I don't. I got to watch that shit. I, I only turned a few off. I watched almost all of them. Yeah, I, I do, too. But the each Astros game. Yeah, but no, that's the only one I turned off the Astros series. All three games, I I couldn't do it. I turned it back on when Hedges came in both both games. Yeah, my (laughs) wife Jamie was looking at me the other night. She goes, she looked up at me. She looked at the score of the Astros game, and she looked over at me, and she goes, "Why do you why why do you put yourself through this? Why are you watching this?" I said, "Because, babe, I've done it my whole life. Yep, I've watched them through their worst times, and I've watched I'm." I don't know why I did it, to yeah. be honest. I just looked at her. I was kind of like a sad puppy, you know? I was like, I don't yeah. know why I do it. But no, I I'm the same. I'm the same as you, other than the Astro series, because I just couldn't take it. I yeah. haven't turned any other one off. I've just, and even my friend, uh, and CJ knows my friend Nathan Haig, mm-hmm. even texted me the other day because he was covering a high school football game Friday night. And when the Rangers fell behind the A's, he texted me and said, are you still watching? I said, yeah. He texted, why? I was, like, <laughs> I was like, you know why? And he goes, I do. But it's just like curious at this point, why? And I was like, because I watch. That's what I do. I, I watch it, Rangers. I mean, today's an NFL day. I thought the Rangers were going to lose, and I was still watching the Ranger game today and uh-huh. not NFL football. Well, I had I had the Rangers on my uh, 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 iPad. Yeah. And I didn't – I just – I actually wasn't really paying that much attention to it because NFL's back. But yeah, I was just kind of going back and forth. And, yeah, I missed the – I missed the back-to-back. Well, run, obviously. And I, I will say that that, you know – if the Cowboys were playing a three o'clock game, I would not, I would have put the Rangers on my phone and watched the Cowboys, but, but because, and Denver's playing, but where I'm at, I can't get that game, which Denver's my team. You guys that listen to the podcast know that, but I'm still keeping up with it online. So they just got an interception on, uh, they just got an interception in the end zone. Yeah. Cause this is like Cowboys, you know, commanders for, for Broncos fans. We hate the Raiders. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's Cowboys Eagles here. Or Cowboys Eagles. I'm sorry, Cowboys Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. It, it used to be Cowboys Washington way, way back in the day, way but it has been Cowboys Eagles for a long time. Hey, yeah, man, but it, real quick before we get back to baseball, I was actually at that game, the Cowboys and the Broncos game when Peyton Manning. Oh, no. oh man, and, uh, it was 51 48. I was yeah, after, Peyton after, versus Romo. After my dad passed away, my grandmother got us tickets for that because she was like, "Y'all need to take a trip, all the grandkids, and you know, to get yeah. your mind off of it." And I was at that game. That was an amazing game. That was the most incredible because my brother's he's a Broncos fan. Oh, okay. And so he was the only one out of all of us because we're all Cowboys fans. Yeah. But he had the last laugh out of that. So yeah, that yeah, was that, a, that was that was an amazing game. It was just Romo Manning going crazy. It was it was the most yeah. incredible game I've ever seen, to be honest. It was what the a, the it was the least defensive game I've ever seen in the yeah. NFL. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, while we're on football, before we move on, I know not everybody cares, but I happen to be a, a Texas Longhorns fan. So uh, that was quite a game yesterday, too, that with the Longhorns knocking awesome. off Alabama in Tuscaloosa. That was very impressive. I, I mean, I'm a yeah. I'm a Notre Dame fan first, yep. and a Tech fan 
and an A and M. I root for all the Texas teams. Obviously. Yeah, see, I do too. I do too. But my father in law and my mother in law are both uh, Longhorns, so I kind of married into you know being a Longhorn fan. So you know, I'm a Texas Tech fan. All y'all's teams won yesterday. Yeah, my team got beat. <laughs> well, A and M lost yesterday. Yeah, that was. Oh, I don't A&M. like A and M. CJ likes A and M, but I don't like. Yeah, it. yeah. I have an uncle who's a professor. He got all his degrees. Yep. A and M, and uh, he then went on to be a professor at Nebraska, and now he's at LSU as a provost. So that's right. Uh, that's that's. Right. And I went to I, I, I went to West Texas A and M. So. I tell you, everyone, that's some football talk brought to you by We Just Wanted To. So uh, our sponsor for that segment is We Just Wanted To. So anyway, um, <laughs> but let's talk about our uh, our newest outfielder that people have been clamoring for to come up all year. Uh, Tyler, I'll start with you. Let's talk a little bit about Evan Carter and how he's done since he's been called up. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny you're talking about it because, like I said, when we were bringing CJ on the way over here, I was like, you know, I always enjoy moments when, a, you, know, a t- you know, any of the prospects get called up. And you see their family in the stands and all that stuff. And for you to go up in your first at bat, because you you do recall when Josh Young got called up, I made my call his very first at bat. Yep. I said, he's going to hit a home run in his very first professional at bat. And he did. So I looked over at my wife and I said, you know what? I'm doing it for Evan Carter. I said, he's going <laughs> to hit a home run in his very first at bat. But you know what? He got a single. Yep. And it's just good to see, you know, that's our future. Yeah. And you know, today he picked up his first RBI, you know, off the sack fly. And the more playing time he gets and the experience, Evan Carter's going to be just fine. And I think yeah. we have, you know, looking at our outfield and, I mean, all of our younger guys for the future, we're going to be we're in good shape. Yeah, if he yeah. if he finishes the season well, he might be your starting left fielder next year. Oh, oh yeah. I think I think that's, that's, a, that's well within – Within range. I yeah, mean, I think there's a great chance that your outfield will be Tavares, Garcia, and Evan Carter next year to start. I think there's a great outfit. How about that defensive outfield? Good God. Yeah, and, who, and we don't know who the fourth outfielder is going to be yet, but, you know, it could be J.P. Martinez if he plays his way into it. Well, I've got, a, I've, got a new, I've got a new guy that I'm thinking about Gross, being an outfielder. Grossman might be the fourth, I think, because he's um, on a two-year deal. How about a guy by the name of Mike Trout? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he got permission today to seek a trade. Mm-hmm. That, he, yeah, if he wants to go somewhere else, and yeah, and Otani's going to be somewhere else next year. He'll be with the well. Dodgers. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. I think well, I think he wants to stay in LA. I think he'll go to the Dodgers. Yeah, maybe I should just shut up and you guys carry the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, let's talk about. I mean, we talked about Simeon and Seager. Let's talk about what Mitch Garver's been doing. Uh, obviously, he's <laughs> he's earned every day at bats, whether at catcher yeah. or DH. Uh, he's hitting cleanup now because we lost to Dolus uh, the other night uh, to that injury. That kind of weird. I don't know. We were trying to figure out what, what if he if he was trying to Play use the wall, the wall or what? and missed, or if he what we couldn't figure it out. But you tell it was bad whenever he's beating the beating the ground. Yeah, yeah, causing earthquakes and crap. And you know, it's it, I'm interested to see what the real diagnosis is. Yeah, I am too. So, um, but Garver, I mean, he's earned earned his playing time, and me and Ben have talked about this quite a bit. Uh, that's probably going to be Sam Huff's role next year. Yeah, catcher DH. So, yeah, unfortunately, I don't see the Rangers bringing back Garver. No, it's, a, it's a, another big be another big contract. So, yeah, but, yeah. And they got Sam Huff, and he's controllable for six years. 
yeah. so and he's and he's pretty good that home run yeah. he hit uh against was it who was it that he hit it, it went i've never said i was at that game um and i should remember who it was against but i was at that game it was the first minnesota game and he hit a home run to, to right field and it cleared the stands and landed on the concourse. Yeah. He's yeah. Got and the thing about power. it though, that scares me about Sam Huff and he reminds me, yes, they don't play the same position, but he reminds me exactly like a Joey Gallo. The thing about him though, it is he's got a short stroke. Yeah. He doesn't have that big lumbering. So oh, I know. So he shouldn't strike out near as much. I don't know. He strikes out quite a bit. Yeah. he. he but in the minors, he doesn't. No. So, I think he'll figure it out better than yeah. Joey Gallo has. Golly, Joey Gallo, I feel bad for that poor guy. Yeah. I do too. That's all he is, man. I mean, when he got when he got picked off on a pop foul to to you know the dugout on the first base side, I was like, what are you doing that far yeah. off second base when the balls popped up in foul territory? Yeah, that was. Crazy. You know, I feel I, this is how bad I feel for Joey Gallo. You remember when we were playing the series in Minnesota, and they had yeah. that big old new screen in center field for the Twins. They do like funny stats, and Joey Gallo gets up to bat. And for his stat, it said Joey Gallo took out Mike Maddox's niece for prom. I was like, how embarrassing! <laughs> I was like, even their fans are giving them heck. Hey, one of the best scoreboard ones I ever saw was Joey Otani hit a home run and broke a light. Did you see that? Oh yes, and it said. Um, we're going to send them the bill or something. Yeah, the Mets, the Mets put up there. They're going to send them a bill for the broken yeah, score. Bill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah but you're right. You're right. All right. We are going to take a short break. And when we return, we will talk about some more Rangers junk. So don't go anywhere. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, again, this is the Ranger Report podcast. Um, so we've talked about the outfit. We talked about the pitching. Is it, is it time to start talking about next year and what we do to fix this bullpen, guys? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I so. Think so. <laughs> they partially fix it. I mean, we'll have Stratton out there. Yeah, we'll have you'll have Bradford. We'll have yep. Yeah, we'll have Bradford. I've liked there. Bradford. I think Bradford's done pretty good. See, yeah. me too, man. I think Bradford's, you know, for being a rookie, you know, I think he's done a heck of a job. And I was even looking at his ERA. His ERA's right at four, and for a rookie, yeah, that's very impressive. And lately, the more he's pitched. I don't have a problem with Bradford coming in anymore. I don't feel bad when Bradford comes in. I feel no. more comfortable with him coming in than these veterans. Yeah. And, and me and Ben talked about this on one of the podcasts. That's a guy that I hope that before the trade deadline, I hope that they didn't move him because that's yeah. a guy like a Colby Lewis. He's oh, not going to be an ace. He's not going to be a number two, but he's a guy that's going to go out there and give you consistent innings. He's going to battle every time out, and he's a guy you can trust. And yeah. Because I can see him being that third, fourth, you know, even fifth, not a fifth. I mean, third or fourth starter. Yep. It's going to go out there and be effective. That's a great point, CJ. Maybe we could trade for uh, Kansas City's ace. So what's his name? Cole Reagans? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one that popped my cherry. <laughs> dude, that dude, man, that dude is just dominating for Kansas City. See, and that's what me and CJ were talking about earlier before we started the podcast. I think that's the only trade I will say that I think we actually lost. And that's weird. Yeah. I think the Royals robbed us on that one. Yep. That's weird. Because, you know, you look back on it at the time and you're like, yeah, well, but that's all Cole needed. He just needed a different uh, uh, scenario, you know, to go yeah. into. And that's all he needed. And when he got there and he's playing for a bad ball club, but no pressure. Taking every advantage of it. Yep. Yeah. He needed, to, he needed to go to an organization where they could tell him, 
you're a starting pitcher because yeah. we don't have any starting pitchers. You are yeah. a starting pitcher. You don't have to worry about the bullpen. You don't have to worry about going back and forth. You are a starting pitcher. Good point. Because, like, I mean, he really didn't have a role with the Rangers. You know, I mean, he yeah. didn't know when he – I mean, you know, for all that talent that he has – I mean, there, you couldn't ask for a better opportunity for him. When he came in yeah. the spring training and was hitting 97, 98, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. The Rangers wish looking back on it. Yeah. And Chapman's been good for us. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. mean, but lately he hasn't. But that's why I said it's just weird to say because you got to roll Chapman out of it and you're saying we lost the trade. Yeah, but you got yeah. Chapman out of the chance of Chapman for a year. Yeah. And I would rather have the young Cole Reagans for the future. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the biggest series the Rangers have coming up, and that is against Toronto, who are they right now are behind for the second wildcard spot. So they have four against Toronto in Toronto, guys. What do they need to do to win this series? I have no advice for that. I'm not even going to say anything more because I know the last (laughs) podcast we did is when it all went to hell. I jinxed everything. So I'll let y'all speak on that. The bullpen, I mean, that's it. I mean, well, even the, the pitching needs to pick it back up. Period. All around. Not not just the bullpen. The, the starting pitching needs to pick it up. Pick it up. You know the that streak of uh, how many games in a row of, of at least six games, uh, six six innings pitched earlier in the year. Yeah, twenty three or something like that. That I mean, it's there. But I mean, I don't know if they're scoreboard watching. I don't. I don't know. But just they need to focus on right now, game by game. Don't worry about who you're playing. Focus on who you're playing. But just focus on that game and nothing else. But I think, you know, you're talking about scoreboard watching. I think David Murphy, I was watching the pregame the other night, and he made a good point. He said, yeah, at this time of the season, they do watch the scoreboards. You know, they are staring up. They want to see what's going on. But and CJ makes a great point. Why? I mean, you got to focus on what you, only you can handle. And with this Ranger team right now, I don't know what to expect going into this series against the Blue Jays. At this point, and y'all might be with me on this. I don't. The way it's gone, I don't have any expectations. Like I, I don't either. I, I agree. Say, uh, I expect them to win this series, or I expect them to battle. Or expect, expect, expect them to do horrible. I don't have any. We went from almost having the best record in the MLB to not even making the playoffs now. Yeah, that's where we're at. So. Well, here, here's my opinion on it. I think that the Rangers can sweep the Blue Jays. I also think the Rangers can get swept by the Blue Jays. So it just, I mean, it depends on what, like you said, which team shows up. I think Evaldi not making rehab starts is probably a bad idea. I think he should have made at least one rehab start. And I think now he has. So I think he's going to look a lot better his next time out. Hope so. Yeah. And Scherzer, I'm hoping, I'm worried that he might be hurt. Yeah. Yeah. He did say after that start that he felt like he was, if it was fatigued or what, but he felt like the extra rest would really help him. Yeah. So, and I mean, his first few starts were awesome. Um, And I expect more out of him moving forward. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. You know, I'm cool. You know, I'm not, I'm, again, I'm just, I'm still no gonna, expectations. I'm still going to be optimistic, and I'm still going to say the Rangers are going to find a way to get in the playoffs. Um, yeah, you'd go through struggles, and unfortunately for the Rangers, it's happening at the worst time of the year for us right now. But I just see – always see the light at the end of the tunnel, and I think you still have how many games remaining? 20, 25? 
Uh, 20 games remaining after today. Yeah, 20, 20, 20 games remaining, and that's plenty of time. I mean, and you're playing two, you're playing, let's see, and 11 of your last 20 games are yeah, against uh, the teams you're, you're, yep, you're chasing. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that worked out pretty good for the Rangers. Yeah, then they need to take care of business, take care of their own. I mean, this is it. I mean, this is their time right now. If, and if they get swept by the Blue Jays, you can kiss the this, this This series right here might decide the season. I mean, if you look at it, the Rangers win 10 of those 20 games, that's 88 wins, you know. Yeah. Uh, that that should be enough to get them in unless, you know, Toronto just goes on a tear. Or, But if you look at Seattle, just like us, Seattle is struggling hard right they now. They are struggling. Yep. They lost. And that's a good thing for us. That Seattle, we're a half game behind Seattle right now. They lost today. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they lost today. Uh, in the wild card race, we are, let me look here. A game and a half out. We're a game. Well, we're only a half game out of the third. No, I'm sorry. We're a game and a half out. You're right. And Seattle yeah. is a game out. So, but we're only if we're also only what uh, two games out from the Mariners. Yeah. In the wild card. No, we're only a half a game out of the Mariners now. Oh, is it a half a game? Yeah. After today, we're 78 oh, yeah, and 64. They're 79 and 64. So we're yeah, only a good. half game out of the wild card right now. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 This series, and we're only one game behind uh, Toronto. So. Yeah, so if they go two and two, obviously everybody's still in it, you know. But if yeah. if 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 we go three and one, or they go three and one, it's we still I have a chance. Still have a chance, but it's going to be. This is very. This is a very decisive series coming up. Very, very. Yeah, if the Rangers could go three and one, they have the second wild card spot. Yes, unless yeah, the Mariners, the unless the Mariners awful. go four and zero during that time. Yeah, but I think the series, because we've played the Blue Jays, we've only played them one time this year. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And we took two out of three against them? Yes. Correct. So we have the tiebreaker over. That's another thing about this series. This is the last series you're going to have against them. And if it does come down to that final wild card spot, you want to take the series so you have that tiebreaker. Well, even if they go go two and two, they'll still have the tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take two out of two. Yep, and take two out of four, and then they the still got the tiebreaker. Yep. Yeah. Biggest game, biggest series of the year currently. Oh, yeah. Yep. To this point. To yeah. This, for sure. Every series yeah. now is the biggest series of the year. It is, us. but if, if Seattle keeps struggling and we can win some games and we're ahead of them when we go to that series, those two series, I'll feel a little bit better about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, you know, I was sitting there talking to my wife the other night, and I said, you know, I sit here and mope, and, and I put myself through this, but if you would have told me that the Rangers, and you would have told me their record right now at this point, it would have been playoff contention. You know, I should be smiling. I should be on cloud nine right now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's out. Yeah. But the whole season has, you know, finally it's coming down to an end and like seeing where it's gone and to where it's coming down to. I'm like, this team deserves to be a playoff team, in my opinion. Yeah. Your expectations changed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I don't, I'm not, I'm not mad at Rangers fans for being frustrated. I mean, obviously, we've highlighted some idiots that have overreacted a little bit, but I'm not, we were mad at them at the beginning of the year and halfway like all star break. Yeah. We were mad at them at that, that point. But yeah. Right now, no, they have every right to. I mean, yeah, it's very frustrating to watch them fall apart like they have been. But here, here's the deal. If they make the playoffs, my opinion, the turning point is going to be uh, Saturday or, yeah, Saturday's game against Oakland, even though it's Oakland. They won the game without hitting an extra base hit. If yeah. the Rangers can win games without hitting home runs every three seconds, yeah, just play small ball. That's when they can. That's when they can start proving. I mean, when I was out there the other day covering the game, Bochi had his players out on the field on the sidelines, and all they were doing was practicing bunting. Yeah, they weren't practicing anything else. Trying to execute that more during games now. 
Yeah, because he's been he's finally been trying to pound that into their heads. We may have won three or four of those games if y'all could have bunted. And yep. so. he's one of the best managers at small ball because he he won those World Series in an era where he had the pitcher. Yep, correct. So he knows he knows how to do that. He knows how to manage that. So I'll say, even though it was Oakland, I'll, I'll agree with you guys. My my level of of pessimism has gone down a lot. Yeah. Even though even though it was Oakland, they found a way to win two of those games that they could have lost. And, and it might, it that's might been, it might have been Oakland coming in and facing us at the right time. To get yeah, that's back. what I'm saying. Well, because they looked they looked they should have won all three games against Minnesota. You know, yep. Houston was Houston was just it is what it was what it was. Houston was the hottest they've been all year. They came in and just torched yeah, us. And that, and they came in and I mean, I mean, hat, hats off to them. I know we hate them and all that, but hats off to them. They came in Absolutely. and just dominated. They did. I mean, they came in and they played their butts off. And that was some of the best offensive baseball I've ever seen. But yeah. see, that's what makes you a championship team. Mm-hmm. Yep. And regardless if we're Ranger fans, we give kudos to Astro fans. You know, they yeah. want to talk crap about us all the time. But we actually give, you know, credit when credit's due, you know? Yeah, I mean, and Jose Altuve. They what they had to do. Jose Tuve was our dad in that series. Oh yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was our yeah. Like he apparently he was the one paying all the Rangers' salaries in that series. I don't know, but he looked yeah. you know he looked uh, he looked like Superman in that series. Yeah, he he sure did. He sure did. <laughs> and I was thinking in my head that just just thinking funny, like oh he's got that 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 buzzer on his on his chest, chest. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's check him out, check him out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, he was. I mean, I, I mean, at that point, you thought, you know, I, I actually joked with someone that they have to know a pitch is coming the way they're hitting right now. Well, and, and you watch that game, and, and a lot of those pitches weren't bad pitches. They were right where they were, right where the pitcher wanted them to be. Yep, they, that's what I'm saying. Hot. When you're just hot, when you're just hot, they, sometimes they never, you just tip your cap. It it cracks me up watching Altuve hit. It looks like he's swinging a lumber tree, like, like a tree trunk. His bat looks like a tree trunk inside his hands, and I'm like. Dear God, yeah, but boy, when he when he gets a hold of it, he's good. Yeah, he's very good. All right, so the Rangers have Cleveland, Boston, and the Angels between Toronto and Seattle. Um, Cleveland is not great, but they're not terrible. Boston is not having a good year, and the Angels are pretty much a dumpster fire. Um, by the way, I got to give a shout out to a, a Rangers fan that follows me that I saw maybe the funniest tweet I've ever seen as far as a pickup line goes. So. This is like a, an attractive 20-year-old girl, 21, something like that. And she tweeted a picture of herself about something, and someone tweeted back, are you the angels? Because I'd like to claim you off waivers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> that, now that one, that's good. <laughs> that's one of the best tweets I've ever seen. That is clever. That is that, clever. I, I don't know if the dude got a date or not, but it was a pretty good pickup line. I hope he did. I hope he did. That made me laugh really hard. It was That's really funny. funny. I may have to retweet it. It was so it was so funny. That is That's hilarious. That is brilliant right there. I don't know who that guy was either, but that was pretty brilliant stuff right there. Oh man. That's All right. Speaking well, of well. X, um let's see. I think I've saved some terrible ones again for us to look at oh, tonight. Yeah, plenty on this time. Yeah. All right. Um all right, here's the first one. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, risking being one of the biggest collapses in MLB history, somebody in the Rangers organization is going to fall. Bochy, Maddox, Chris Young. Yes, everyone, I think the Rangers should fire Chris Young. Okay, wow. Oh, that's not even funny to me. That just pisses me off. 
not? He suggested he suggested that Bochi and maybe Maddox, but definitely Chris Young needs to be fired. I'm not even going to respond to that. Well, I'm not either because that's ridiculous. That don't even that's not even funny to me. That just pisses me off, Ben. That's just too- yeah. Well, I don't know if it's supposed to be funny. So yeah. All right, here's a good one for you. I'm ready to say Bruce Bochi is a liability down the stretch. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go, but Bruce Bochy again. Three World Series yeah. and one against us. Tenth all time of wins, and he's a liability. Oh, good God. All right, and here's the third. Here's the third. Oh, you guys are gonna love this one even more. You ready? Go. Mike Maddox is too old for the job. Get rid of him. <laughs> oh, God. Mike Maddox is too old for the job. Okay. Uh, oh, what are they thinking about Dusty Baker? <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, so which one we got pick? Which one we got? He was a bitch when he got slammed by Pedro Martinez. He grabbed by his ball head and just tossed him. (laughs) It was funny after after Zimmer was okay. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, so what do you guys think? Man, when I saw Pedro grab him by his head, yeah, yeah, like I was like, that was not. Why'd you go after the oldest guy? Yeah, I was like, Pedro, that's not right, man. He went after the oldest guy. Like I, I don't want to get in the fray with those guys that are, you know, <laughs> big guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come over here and get the bitch coach that's a hundred. All right, so what do you think? Fire Bochi, fire Maddox, or fire Chris Young? Which I'm one are we going, going with this week? Two. I don't know about y'all, but I'm going with the Bochi. Anytime it's about Bochi, all of them, all of them. Well, especially calling Bochi a liability down the stretch. <laughs> yeah, liability. To me, that one. I don't know. What do you think, See, If you had to pick one of the three, which one would you pick? Uh. You have to pick one. You have to pick one? Yes. Yeah, that's what we do. We have three, and we pick our dumbest one of the week. I'd say Maddox. So he's going to go with the Maddox one. What about you, Ben? You know what? I agree with CJ. I'm going to go with the Chris Young one. Let all three of them win this week. We haven't done one, and we haven't done a show in two weeks, so we'll have three winners this week. All three of those are so dumb. They deserve they deserve yeah. rewards. Yeah. There you go. That was That was great stuff right there. So anyway... Uh, our liability of a manager hopefully can do well over the next uh, twenty games. <laughs> yeah, these next two series are going to be going to be big. I mean, we we need to go into Toronto because we're going there for four games. We need to build some momentum going in. Absolutely. But another, but another thing. I mean, people, you know, out of it, all that. But you think ten more wins and the Rangers will have eighty-eight wins, twelve wins, and they get to ninety. That team's making the playoffs. Yeah, I believe. But if they go one in ten, one and nine in the next ten, they're out. If they lose, if they lose, if they if they have a losing record over these next two series, I'm going to say they're done. Yeah, I agree. You know, we we'll, we're in a good spot though. Even, either way, if we don't make the playoffs this year, we've had a hell of a year. Yeah, Our future is bright. We, I mean, we cannot be down on the it's season. It's been fun. It's been fun. It's been a fun season. We've had it. You know, it's been fun. Well, here's the deal with me. Once we get in the offseason, start looking back at the season, I think we're all going to say what a great season it was, even if it ends badly. Because like you said, I, I predicted 72 wins for this year, and there are already five wins past that. I mean, what year what, when was the last time we got to watch meaningful games in September for the Rangers? Yeah. Look, yeah, even if the meaningful season. games have sucked over the last two weeks, they were still meaningful games. Like, we wouldn't have cared. Last year, we wouldn't have cared if they were losing these games. I picked, I picked them win to, to finish just above 500. Did you this yep. year? Yeah. Just above five hundred, two games above five hundred. I didn't. I didn't actually. Ha- I don't know. I think we did do a, a podcast. I think I was on a podcast with y'all. I don't remember what I said. Director, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what you said. But we can go back and look. But anyway, yep. I had them. I had them above five hundred, barely. 
Yeah. All right. And one more thing before we get off the air, CJ and I will be back on later this week to do a long awaited minor league show that we haven't done in forever. Uh, three of the four minor league teams are going to make the playoffs. So we have a lot to talk about. Hickory, man. We didn't expect this. Of course, we didn't know who was going to be on the Hickory. We knew who was going to be on Frisco and Round Rock. But the lower yeah, but- levels, Hickory was our best minor league team this year. So we'll, yeah, but- we'll get more into that. Downey's Hickory and Round Rock are all going to make the postseason. So one more thing I want uh, real quick before we get off, because pregame's coming on, I want predictions from all three of us for the scores tonight for the Cowboys and Giants game. 24-17 Cowboys. Damn it, that was mine. <laughs> all right. 27-14 Cowboys. Okay, what's yours been? 27-14 Cowboys. Okay. 27-14. You already took mine. 24-17. I'm going to go 20... I'm going to go 20-17 Cowboys. All right. I like it. Yeah. It's supposed to be a rainy night. I know it's supposed to rain the whole game, so I don't see a lot of points being put up. Hey, and how many how many times in the game if Dak throws an incomplete pass are people going to start chanting for Trey Lance? Oh, yeah, I can see it happening. You know, idiot Cowboys fans are out there just like idiot Rangers fans. Yeah, they're they're yeah, man. I'm only there. Yeah, we'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there. All right, guys. We'll talk to you on the next one. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter. Facebook and at the rangerreport.com.